0: But Green Hornet strikes again! (laughs) The rain came down unceasingly. And to add to the eerie darkness of the night along the waterfront, a heavy mist had risen, and it swirled and eddied about the long black car which, moving like a sinister shadow... Finally, came to a stop alongside a deserted waterfront building. <laughs> a tall, shadowy figure stepped from the car. It was the dreaded figure of the Green Hornet, who stood listening intently for a moment, then spoke. Come on, Kill. We'll take a chance. Do you think we set traps for hornet Perhaps he's a risk? It could be. That's why we came here a half hour ahead of time. Will Blackbeard be safe here in secluded place? Yes. Leave the car door open for a quick getaway. Come on. We'll go to the end of the dock. It isn't very far. What can we find there. We're supposed to find a motor launch there. The time was set at 9 o'clock. I'm hoping it'll be there ahead of time. The police should to come through this Gates. That's why we came early. Hard to see anything. I think I see the outline of a small boat now. Oh, I see something. It could be a boat ticket shot come from boat at end of dock, perhaps? Yes. Come on. Boat leaving? Yes. We're a little too late. It's no use for us. Well, look, Mr. Outline of launch still there. Yes. That was another boat leaving. Come on. Here we are. We go on board? Yes. Follow me. Use your flash, Kato. Yes, sir. we we'll are looking in the cabin. Come on. Be careful. It's dark down in there. Maybe someone waiting there. I'll risk it. Flash your light around. There does not seem to be anyone. Man, man, bunk. Don't move you. Bring that light here. Man, look, like he's. He's dead. Shot through the head. the man. with boat coming, Mister Breeze. I hear it. Maybe the killers are returning. It's hey, police boats. Let's get out of here fast. Uh oh! Watch! Listen to that. Police cars come too. Stop it! You can say that again, Cato. And now Green Hornet be blamed for murder of man on launch. I right, he will. we leave in such hurry after you come from office tonight. you must not tell me why we go to dock. So how you know launch will be there? Of course, you read in the Sentinel about Stuart Ludlow, the man we found murdered on the launch. Oh, yes, sir. It's say he was assistant to Professor Santos, a scientist from South American country who come here during the war to do secret work for government. Ludlow reported missing since last night. Also certain secret formula missing. Right. Professor Sattles gave out the report, and he suspected Ludlow of stealing the paper. Early this afternoon I was in the city room at the Daily Sentinel, discussing the case with Gunnigan. Well, I guess that guy Ludlow beat it off of those secret papers, all right, (laughs) see? Just to show you don't know who to trust. Could be Gunnigan. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard to believe Stuart Ludlow would do a thing like that. He received a citation for his brilliant work in scientific research during the war. Yeah, but according to Sandro, they said he'd do something big. Ludlow probably thought he could just us as spies or something. Maybe, but I... Hey, it. how are you, Gunnigan? Where did you hear the news I got this? I they by Ludlow. No, but I... Maybe the secret formula thing turned up. No, it not but Oh, I, well, then, man alive, Mike, don't stand there quibbling. If you really got some news, let's have uh, it. Listen, Gunnigan, will you give me a chance to stop popping off before I get two words out of me, Mike? Tom, down, both of you. What, what did he find out, actually? Well, where did he hear it. I was at cop headquarters a while ago when they got a printed note having to do with the Ludlow case. A printed note? Yeah. What did they say? Did you get a copy? With I'm gunning in with you. Of course I got a copy. Took it down word for word. Listen to this. Oh, hurry up. Read it. It says... Ludlow stole the formula and they're selling it for big money. You can catch him red-handed when he turns it over to the Green Harlot tonight in a motor launch at 3rd Street Dock at 9 tonight. Oh. Then he'll use the launch for his getaway. Signed, one who was double-crossed. What do you think of that now? Jumping catfish. So the hornet's mixed up in this. At least that's what the note says. Uh, are the police planning to close in on the Maxford? Sure. And believe you me, I'm going to be right with him. So the kept off the record feed. He so not to keep off, let alone the hornet. Why? You mean that we have to... Sergeant is right, Johnny. We can't print that news about the note until after they have a chance to act. Oh, uh, I suppose not. Have they notified the professor about it? Nope. No, but he knows that the cops are nuts. Oh, he turned your hat. We'll keep it quiet, Expert. After the police go to the doctor and I me about what's happened, I'll be anxious to know. The reason I came home and then went to the doctor is the green hornet Kid You know the result. It looked like someone definitely planned to kill Ludlow on launch to so police find body and blame Hornet. Right. That's someone very cleverly planned to make it look as though the Hornet murdered Ludlow and took the formula. And so far, he got away with it. Well, it's not good. That's true. But the Green Hornet won't take it sitting down, Cato. I won't rest until I found that killer, no matter what it takes to do it. <laughs> Noon of the following day when Mike Axford entered Brickweed's outer office, where Lenore Case, secretary to the young publisher, was busy at her desk. Hey, Casey. How are you doing? Oh, good morning, Axford. Or should I say good afternoon, perhaps? Oh, one or the other. It's all the same to me. <laughs> That's right. Evidently, time means nothing to you the way you come strolling in when you feel like it. Huh. Is that so Now, no? i have happy you now i put in a full day's work this morning that I have. Doing what, for instance? Dunking donuts in your coffee? Look. No. If I want a dunk, I'll dunk, and it'll still be none of your business, says I. But if you must know, I've been over to Professor Santos' place with Sarge and a couple of the boys. Oh. Well, maybe I was hasty in what I, I said. First. I've been waiting for you. Oh, hello, Reed. I was just about to go in here. I his... know. You were just about to come into my office. Well, Gunnigan said he went over to Professor Santos' place this morning. Doc uh, Hagid Reed. You see, 'tis known that the professor owns a cabin cruiser. Sarge thought maybe Ludlow used it to meet the harness at the dock last night. But Santos' boat was still in the boathouse. I see. Then they still don't know who owned the launch in which Ludlow was killed. No, nope, they're still checking. No doubt it was stolen from someone who reported missing before long. Maybe. So Santos owns a cabin cruiser, eh? That he does. But he hasn't had it out of the boathouse in over a month. And he's the only one who has the key to get into it. He says he hasn't even been inside the boathouse. Did you see his cruiser exit? Sure. We all went to the boathouse. Sarge wanted to check, you know. Uh, Tis a fine cruiser, Santos, has there. Did Sergeant Burke do any checking at all to make sure the cruiser hadn't been used last night? Oh, sure. Of course he wouldn't question Santos' word. But then he did find that the gas tank was empty and the back deck was covered over with the canvas and things stored away so it was easy to see it wasn't used. I see. Well, what's the cruiser like, Axford? Oh, it has a sort of deck business behind. then a glass-in cabin in the middle. Then, off that, at the front, through a little door, there's a couple of bunks full of sleeping. All as cozy as can be. Um, Gunnigan told me you went over there at 9 o'clock this morning. Well, where were you all morning? It's noon now. Well, um, yeah, here it was like this. I, uh, got left behind on the cruiser, that is. Left behind. Well, how did that happen? Yes. What do you mean? <laughs> to tell the truth, Reed, I snooped into that little bedroom where them bunks were. Well, just to see how comfortable they were, find you, I thought to laid down on one of them while Sarge and the others were talking outside. Oh, <laughs> Michael, I Don't, ask, don't tell us you went to sleep. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I might have known. You mean the others went off and left you there asleep? Happy did Reed. Sure, and I got the start of me life when I woke up and got a look at the little clock on the wall up over the bunk. It pointed to 11 o'clock. Oh, I what did you do? And I got off the boat and pounded on the door of the boathouse till the professor heard me and came down and let me out. Guess he thought I was a dope. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem to like it as this. And I got me jalopy and highballed it over here. Why, Sergeant Burke didn't miss you? Oh, he knew I had my own car there, so he probably didn't give it a thought. Anyway, we didn't find out anything. <laughs> I suppose for a moment you thought that clock on the cruiser was wrong when you looked at it, eh, actually. You said it, Reed. But I checked with me on watch and found it was right, after all. So I sure lost no time getting out of there. Oh, Axel, you know that's about the dumbest thing you've ever done. Lying down and going to sleep while you're out investigating. <laughs> okay, okay. Go ahead and laugh, because I got it coming. You know, Reed, it's an open and shut case against the Green Hornet. We know he double-crossed Ludlow by murdering him and making off with the secret paper. Sure, and this is one time the cops are up against the killer who's too smart to be caught. Oh, you never can tell, Axford. Sometimes the smartest of killers can overlook some little detail that will open the way to his capture. Something tells me Ludlow's murderer will be caught sooner than he or anyone else expects. After hearing expert's story of his visit to Professor Santos Cruiser, Britt Reed did some serious thinking. At dusk, he left the Sentinel Building and went to his apartment, where Cato, his Filipino valet, was preparing dinner. Britt immediately put through a phone call to Professor Santos. Hello. Is this uh, Professor Santos speaking? Yes, this uh, is calling. Please. I'm Britt Reed, publisher of the Daily Sentinel. Oh, yes, yes, Mr. Reed. What can I do for you? I called to ask if you've heard anything about part of a message scratched on the wall panel of the launch by your assistant Ludlow just before he died. It uh, might have been done by a pen or something like that. In an effort to tell just who it was that uh, killed him. You see poor Ludlow lived long enough to scratch some sort of uh, marking inside the launch? Well, now, perhaps I shouldn't have brought it up. Uh, actually I thought if he had done something like that, the police would have told you. But then I uh, I guess they would keep it quiet about any clues they might have found. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, have you any idea just what might have been scratched on that wall panel by Ludlow? No. As I said before, if they found any such markings, the police have kept it more or less a secret. Of course, being in the newspaper business, we hear a lot of things that aren't actually uh, But after all, the police don't need clues. They want to kill Ludlow. Well, that seems to be the consensus of opinion, Professor Santos. I thought I'd check with you anyway on the rumor I've heard. I'm sorry, Mr. Reed, but I've heard nothing about it. I see. Well, thank you. If I get any definite information about it, I'll call you again. I wish you would, Mr. Reed. Goodbye. Goodbye, Professor. Hale. Yes, sir? Come here, will you? Right away, Mr. Briss. Hurry. Forget about dinner. We have a job to do. What are we going to do? The launch on which Lundler was murdered is still moored at the Third Street Dock. But since the police are convinced the Hornet killed him... They've left it unguarded. Well, what about launch? You hope to find a clue, perhaps? No, Cato, not exactly. But I do hope to leave something which someone else might mistake for a clue. We'll get down there right now. you go out as Green Hornet? Yes. Let's go. Is certain police not live guard? That's what Axford said. There's really no reason why they should. Wait here. I won't be long. Moving quickly through the darkness, the Green Hornet made his way along the dock, and after pausing to make certain he wasn't observed, he leaped lightly to the afterdeck of the murder launch. So far so good. Quickly, the shadowy figure went into the boat's cabin. A short time later, he emerged, and in a few minutes, reached the side of the Black Beauty Kato, we'll do a bit of watchful waiting. What do we wait for, Mr. Bliss? I'm not positive, Kato. But I think that launch will have another visitor tonight. We wait more than half an hour now, Mr. Bliss. But no one come. I know I'm on the right track, Kato. Well, we'll just have to be patient and wait a little longer. You expect a certain man to come to lunch? No. But I do think someone will show up sooner or later. I hear a car coming. Yes, I see it. It's going right to the edge of the dock. That's the one we're waiting for, Kato. Hey, big man, get out of the car. He's going toward launch. Yes. The moonlight shows him up pretty well. That not a figure of anyone I've seen before. What do you do now? Wait right here until he starts away in the car. Then we'll follow. Where do you think he'll meet us? The man responsible for Ludlow's murder. Look, the man's stay on launch only for a minute. He's coming back to car now. Yes, but he was there long enough for a purpose. He's getting into the car. This is it, Kill. out with me. Well, then there was something on the cabin panel, eh? Yes. He must have scratched it with a pen. Letters spelling your name, Professor. S-A-N-T-O-S. But that is your fault. I told you to be sure he was dead. But I could have sworn he was dead, Professor. I told you so when I got back into your cruiser to get away. Carl, it's strange that if the authorities saw that marking on the panel last night, they haven't called me to question me. <laughs> That's the way the American authorities work. They let you think you're not suspected they put all the facts together. Then, they walk in, take you away. Where did you had the paper containing a formula? In a sleeve in the mattress on one of the bunks in my cruiser. Carl, we have to make plans for leaving here. I was the murderer. Right. Thought I saw someone outside that window. Nope, They heard anything. See anyone, Carl? No. Okay. Yes, I'm a little chubby. There's one thing to do, Professor. What is that? you take your cruiser and go down the bay. Ship on the tail on tomorrow night is anchor down there. Can be arranged for both of us to go to board tonight. Yes, we'll do that. If we wait longer, then they may put someone out here to watch. We must not be caught, Professor. We'll both hang for murder, if we are. You are the one who killed my lord, But you planned the whole thing. And you piloted the boat that took me. There. All right. All, all right. right. I'll pack a few things and then we'll leave in my cruiser. Once we're on that ship, we'll be safe. Meantime, Cato joined Britt Reed, who stood waiting near the door to the boathouse. Did you phone the police as I told you to, Cato? Yes, sir. I tell them murderer of Ludlow go out in Professor's cruiser tonight. You they think I mean Green Hornet, perhaps. Yes. Well, I'll use a skeleton key on this door and we'll board the cruiser. I overheard enough to know the missing formulas there. I'm certain do will try to use the cruiser for a getaway. You keep them from taking boat out? No. I want them to get out on the water. There'll be less chance of one of them escaping. Come on. A short time later, Professor Santos and Carl. Entered the boathouse and boarded the cabin cruiser. And within a few minutes, the boat was back down into clear water. That's far enough, Professor. Now swing it around and head down the river towards the bay. Stay close to the shoreline. All right, Carl. Infection. The whole job has been botched, Carl. I hope to continue on here in this country with further scientific research. Just to get out where you can, Professor. They would have caught up with you two or later. And think of all the money you get for turning that formula over to us. Listen, Professor, I hear it. it. must be police force. See, they did suspect you. Don't worry, Carl. I have special auxiliary motor Fast. Yes, the door's close by. We'll have to swim for it, Cato. But before the crew is done, find these two a little grilling. I'll make them squeal. Let's go. Later, in Rick Reed's apartment, he and Cato, in dry clothes, we're discussing the events of the evening. What you do at dock tonight, Mr. Britt? I scratched Sato's name on the wall of the cabin on the launch. I told you about my phone call to the professor just before we went to the dock. Oh, yes. Then what you tell him over phone, make him send to see if Ludlow really leave Clue. That's it, kiddo. And then we... Please! Have we got news this night? Axford and Sergeant Burke! Axford asked me to run him home in a squad car. His jalopy busted down. So glad you came in. What's the big news? Reed, what do you think? The cops got a tip off that the murder of Ludlow was going to go out in Sandals' cabin cruiser. Really? The Green Hornet, you mean? No, it wasn't the Hornet, Mr. Reed. Though we thought that's who we'd find. It was Professor Sandals himself with a Nazi underground spy. What? That's right. Sandals came too. He'd been gasped by the harness, you scene and before the other guy could talk, Sandals had spilled the whole works. And we found the secret papers, too. But why he tried to steal his own formula? Cato, he was going to get a big dough from some Nazis in South America for that formula. He couldn't sell it openly, so he had Ludlow murdered, then accused him of stealing the papers. (laughs) We got the whole story. But Oxford says something about the Green Hornet. Was he here on the cruiser? No, not when we got aboard. But stuck right on the clock in the bulk room was a hornet seal. On the clock, mind you. Yeah. Believe me, that professor was a smart one. Sending that fake note to headquarters, saying the Hornet was going to meet Ludlow at the Third Street Dock. In that way, he had us thinking the Hornet killed Ludlow. Oh, well, the Hornet was mixed up with him. Well, just a question of time as to when he'd pull a double cross. Sure. And it's only a question of time before that spout makes a slip and gets himself caught. To my way of thinking, he's too smart for his own good. You can say that again, Sarge, but stop at the words too smart. That's what I think of, Don. Well, have it your way. i, I got to get back to headquarters. See you again, Mr. Reed. Wait, I'm coming with you. good so long, Rick. Goodbye. Mr. Britt, I don't understand how you're so positive Professor Santos involved in case. When Axford told me about going to Santos, he gave me a clue, Kato. Well, what did he tell you? <laughs> Axford fell asleep on a cabin cruiser in Santos' boathouse. He said when he awoke, he noticed the time on a clock near the bunk. The time indicated by his own watch was just about the same. But how does that tell you anything? Cato, they don't have electric clocks on motorboats. Santos swore to the police that he hadn't been near his boathouse in a month and therefore hadn't used his cabin cruiser. Yet that clock was running and keeping time. Oh, so that is... Somebody had wound that clock. So I knew Santos had been lying since he had the only key to the boathouse. He had used his cabin cruiser only the night before. And as Axford as so aptly put it, the solution of the case really was just a question of time.